You know that I would be a liar If I was to say to you Girl, we couldn't get much higher Come on, baby, light my fire Come on, baby, light my fire Try to set the night on fire The time you hesitate is through Welcome to Game Tech Politics. My name is Raven, also known as Ailing Casinos in the West Game. And if you want to reach out to me, my line app is also Ailing Casinos. This week has been a monumental week for the West Game. Everyone just got finished with Viceroy. They're healing up. We also had state moves. And I'm sure that there are some states out there that got some moves that they don't like. And 65 seems to be one of them. And I wanted to reach out to other states besides 65 specifically because I'm not in your state. And I wanted you guys to reach out to me and allow me some insight on your state's drama, what creates that drama, and how you guys handle it. As you guys know, um, I did not want to take on the role as a person that gets flooded with messages every day and, and um, try to be the peacekeeper. <laughs> of the states that I'm in, but with this podcast, you kind of get a spotlight put on you, and a lot of it's good, a lot of it's positive, and a lot of you guys have gotten to know me through the podcast and also through the West Game, talking with me and such, and I think it's, uh, I think it's just a really great highlight on my life right now as far as and how successful this has gotten, how many listeners I have gotten in the past six months has really actually quadrupled. Um, I do give a lot of credit to the people on Gab and um, my old followers on Twitter. They remain loyal uh, to the video game side of things and as well as the political side of things. But this West game has taken a whole new territory on this podcast and it's been 99% positive. It's that 1% that I'm going to be talking about with you tonight. And it's really a sad uh, it's sad to see what's going on with how excited State 65 that they were these, this hottest state. Everybody wanted to be a part of it. And now it just seems that we have some tougher opponents and they want to cry foul. And here's what I don't get. Let's 
break away from the West game for a moment. And I know that a lot of players out there, um, that's their only game that they've, you know, really played. And they're not much of a console gamer or a PC gamer. So they don't really have a lot of competition other than the West game and in life in general. So I'm going to break it down in a video game sense because that's what we're talking about here is an actual game that you play on your mobile. And part of that is a multiplayer experience and you are competing head-to-head with uh, different groups or factions in players. You have a team surrounded surrounding you to help you be a better player, to be a bigger player. And so if you look at it from a video game standpoint, if you look at, let's say, the most popular first-person shooter out there, and that's Call of Duty. Now, a lot of a lot of you will disagree and say Counter-Strike is <clears throat> one of the most popular, but we're not going to go there right now. So with Call of Duty, when you get into a match and you find that you are being sniped out left and right and the match is completely lopsided because you have a gamer that is so skilled it's ridiculous. He's getting 30 kills, no deaths. And let's just pretend that you're in that matchup game after game after game after game. You're going to get discouraged. You're going to want to turn off that TV and turn off that console, turn off Call of Duty. Well, with the West game, a lot of players can't do that because they have too much time invested. They have too much money invested in this game, which to me is just absolutely insane on the amount of money people spend on this game, but that's a whole different topic. What I'm trying to address is the fact that, yeah, you, you guys can get discouraged by having another player bigger than you, and you think that there's no way to defeat this player, Well, let me tell you, this week, that big old whale got put in its place. And I'm sure that that whale is going to come back and they're going to succeed in taking over government. They're going to succeed in their goals one way or another, but instead of taking and being discouraged by it, by the future, by your uh, state as a whole, because one player you think is just totally going to dominate, why don't you focus on a plan? Why don't you use your intelligence and focus on a plan to be the next big player in your state? That's, that's what I, I see that most people can't do, you know. If you have a player that's, you know, over a, over a billion force, why not take and, 
and try to politically go after the other alliances and say, hey, man, this player's too big. We need to break him down in size. State 43 went up against a undefeated team. And from what I have heard from multiple people, not just the bank robber 69, but multiple people, that they made a $1.5 billion, somewhere around there. Alabama is his name. Alabama, if you disagree with this, please let me know. But from what I hear, they made you shield up. They run five rallies at one time, four or five rallies at one time, different rallies from different alliances. And they made him shield up. I know I'm kind of getting scatterbrained by all this, and I know that you guys are kind of oblivious as to what I'm talking about, but let me go ahead and catch you up. We had a big player named Duchess move into State 65. Trust me, she did her research. It wasn't this podcast that got her to move to State 65. It wasn't me and my discussions with her that got her to move to 65, because trust me, you can ask her, you can ask any individual that talks to me on a daily basis, I did not recruit that woman. I did not try to entice her. I just gave her the facts about 65. She asked me what was 65 like, and I told her. I said, it's a tough state. We fight every day. Those are facts. We're not a farming state. Those are facts. We kick, kick ass at SVS. We won Viceroy. We have billion force players in 65. The top 50 is 300 mil. So... What the fuck is the difference between the top 50 being 300 mil and having billion players, a cup, a few of them, and then a two point, I, I believe 2.05 billion moving in? To me, as a small player, as a player, you know, at 150. It doesn't make much difference because a 600 mil player, a 1 billion player, a 300 million player, a 1.5 billion player, they're all the same to me, people. They're all the same because I can't do shit to them and they can mollywop my ass. But I can tell you that they make a difference in SVS. I can tell you that they make a difference in Viceroy and the West King, uh, West King battle. That, I can tell you, they do make a difference in. And do I want to be a part of that? Hell fucking yeah. Why go into a state because you're being dominated and want to leave that state to dominate other people? Where's the hypocrisy? 
that's standing right at your front door. So I don't get the backlash by some. Now, there are some out there that really uh, actually are excited by this. But there are some that have been flooding my inbox and probably have been flooding Dutch's inbox. And not that I have anything to do with this. Is Dutch's a friend of mine? Yeah, I will reveal that. And let me tell you, you guys are so wanting to know who this chick is. I've had, I've had many quite even this morning, I talked to a girl, uh, I'm just going to say D, D2K. She was asking me about her. Wanted me to get kind of in-depth about her psyche. Well, I don't know what Dutch's psyche is. All I know is that she genu- genuinely is actually a really good person, a decent human being. Doesn't really say a bad word about anybody. Never. And the whole time I've known her, the conversations that we've had, not once has she said a bad thing about anyone, including those who hate her. She's just wondering why. Why is it that people hate her When she's playing a fucking video game, people. How, what is your thought process to hate somebody so much that you don't talk to to them ever? And they're playing a game. And they hit people. And yes, sometimes they zero people. But what is the thought process behind trying to make them miserable as far as hating on them. Yeah, you've had a bad fucking game. You got zeroed. You can build those troops back up. You can get back into the action. That's a part of it. She once once told you guys, this is a war game. If you don't like playing war games, go play checkers. Expect to get zeroed. Expect to fight. Expect if your shield gets down, goes down. Expect people to hit you. War games are, are just that. <clears throat> so back to Call of Duty. Would you ever try to get a really, really good player that has been working on his technique, taking and fighting through each map and learning those maps like the back of your hand, working so hard to get your kill-death ratio above 3.0, and just because you don't like that person, um, he found a he found a little glitch in the map where he can get more kills than the rest of us because he knows the exact spot to be in because he studied the game so much or people have taught him. 
Would you try to get him banned from the game? I would hope not. I would hope that there are people out there that just because they feel defeated, they don't take another route in trying to get a person banned from the game. And that's what's going on here. I'm not going to name no names, and and I won't. You guys know me, and you guys know that my conversations with people are just that. They're with the person I'm talking to. I don't relay any information out there that anyone discusses with me in private. That's just who I am. That's my character. And I'll always hold to that. If any player in the West game comes at me and wants to talk to me, they know. They know that I will not reveal any information outside that conversation. But I am here. I am here, and it's not a a hypocritical move. It's just a part of this monologue to kind of allow people some insight on the emotions that get into this game. The emotion of being broke down so much that you're finding any way to defeat a person. And the only way that you can figure out how to defeat that person is by pulling the plug on them. And I don't, I don't find that acceptable. There's a player called A Fire Inside that I was asked, why in the hell would you have him on your show? Well, for one, I like him. Whether you guys think that he's a horrible human being or not, he plays his game the way that he wants to, and he's not going to um, succumb to any pressure on changing his gameplay. Do I like how he plays? Absolutely fucking not. I think it's retarded. He knows that. He knows that I say shit like that to him. He knows that I'm also not disrespectful about it. But he knows he's a fucking retard when he plays like that. Well, he, he knows that I think that. He doesn't think that he's a retard. He thinks he's a fucking genius. There are many people out there that I've ran into that I just could not stand how they fucking played their game. I'll I'll name names. Shit show being one of them. Shit show. I was new in the game. I was a new player, man. Only 20 million force when I uh, first met him. That dude zeroed me. Got me down to like 14 mil, I believe. 12 mil, something like that. And it was fucking discouraging. It was like 
like I have to start completely over. That's what it felt like. Of course, I didn't really know the ins and outs of the game, and I didn't know how to um, maximize everything yet to my benefit. But I called him every name in the book. I literally called him a piece of shit, a little bitch, and I went cutthroat on him. And that's the emotions of the game. In my mind, though, I knew that that dude wasn't a bad dude. But I wanted him to be. He was my fucking enemy at the moment. And through the months, I found out, uh, well, let let me um, slow down a little bit. After he zeroed me and after I made it a point to go on state chat and try to mock him, demean him, called him every name in the book, I was was pretty harsh to, to him. And all he was doing was playing the fucking game. That's all he was doing, people. His name's Justin, by the way. And Justin took and camped by my hive for about 10 days. Every minute of those 10 days. Changed his name to Alien has no balls. Alien is a bitch. Etc. Etc. He had his farm accounts camped by my hive, which I thought was actual players. <laughs> and they changed their name as well. And I was literally antagonized by this guy, only because I was calling him every name in the book. He countered. The way that I was playing, he countered it. And he was part of a group called FH. And FH, if you guys know the West game, they're one of the premier alliances. They're pretty good. Really good. And FH was known as the dirtiest fighters of the state. I even called it that during my podcast. I got a lot of backlash from them. Why are we dirty? Well, fucking you fight dirty. You you know what the fuck you're doing. You you pull tricks out of the bag that that I don't even see half the time. And they they did discourage me from playing the game too as much. But you know, over the months that I got discouraged by shit show he left the state, and it changed the whole dynamic of the state. The, the, the whole group left, and I was just like completely relieved. A lot of us were relieved. <clears throat> then our state got boring. <laughs> our state got boring. Our uh, state ended up becoming pretty much farmers. One day, I was in state chat, and... A guy by the name of Justin S. ended up saying, hey, alien. And I was just like taken back. Like, I actually miss that motherfucker. 
because we've been farming for the past month. And this guy is the only guy that gave me any adrenaline adrenaline rush in this game. So we got to talking. And man, I wish I knew this dude in real life because he is, I, I watch his little snap, uh, we traded Snapchat, uh, which he is literally the only one in, in this whole entire West game that has my Snapchat. Him and his wife seem like the coolest fucking people on earth. This dude works on cars that we could wish we, we would dream of driving. So I've gotten to know his whole, you know, not his whole life, but I've gotten to know a little bit part of who he is as a person. And then I contrast that with me calling him a piece of shit, a piece of garbage, a fucking loser. And man, that's not that's just not the way to go. We can do it to fucking jive people. But at the end of the day, those people are real people, man. At the end of the day, they they have jobs, they raise their kids. They do, you know, they do charity work. And for people to demean someone just because they dominate you is completely fucking garbage in my book. And just recently, we I, I ended up being zeroed. I went from almost 140 down to 80. Just like that. My daughter was sick, and I wasn't paying attention to my time or to my game at all. That whole entire morning, I got zeroed by a guy named Timber, from the MFRS group alliance. You can ask him. I never called him a fucking, you know, an asshole. Because I, I learned from it. I learned that just because I got dominated, just because I got zeroed, they're playing the game, man. It's part of it. Now, I know that I'm going to get a lot of backlash. I know I'm going to get a lot of comments that, you know, she changed the whole dynamic of the state. Well, yeah, that's what that's what you know. This game's all about. Every state gets, they every state goes through changes. Every state picks up new players. Old players leave. That's just the gist of it. But instead of taking and attacking one person because they changed your gameplay, why don't you just figure out how to fucking change it? Change your gameplay and. And figure out how to fucking be as successful as you can with that person in your state. I just don't get it, people. I, I, I maybe, maybe there's some knowledge that I just don't know about. You know, um, maybe uh, with all these floods of messages that's going to be pouring in the next few days. Maybe you guys can give me some insight. But so far from what I read, I, I just don't agree with. Because when a state becomes the most attractive state for players to come to, why is it that you only want a certain type of player with a certain type of force? 
doesn't make sense to me. So you're going to say, well, why didn't she choose an older older state with, with $2 billion? Well, she has the money. She wants to dominate. She's going to. Why do we have other billion force players in 65? Why aren't we saying anything about them? Let's, let's not stop there. $300 million. They could fucking hit me and pack a powerful punch. I don't want to play with that shit. Let's get rid of them. When does it stop? When is a number acceptable? That's my rant, people. I just wanted to go through that and kind of let you guys know that instead of uh, being discouraged, why don't you be encouraged to play a different style, talk with some people, try to become the biggest that you can be. Look at my group. I joined them when they were, I believe, sixth in strength. In just one week, we're number one. In just one week, this past week, we're, we're number one in strength. And we're a force to be reckoned with. We have some of the top players in the whole entire state of 65. So my advice to you guys is just to, again, figure out how you're going to control that whale. There's got to be a spear somewhere that can kill it, right? (laughs) Of course, uh, Duchess is going to completely disagree with me. She cannot be killed. She's going to dominate. And, but I just take, I want you guys to take and just take a deep breath and figure out your goals in mind and try to succeed in those goals. That's, that's all you can do. And I know that there are ways of going about it to uh, dominate Duchess, and guess what? She actually was kind of uh, dominated. Now, she's going to disagree with me, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. She tried to take over capital this week, and I bet you uh, if anyone was online during that time in State 65, <laughs> which, which, by the way, by the way, we had other states watching this as well. I had messages coming in from other states and like they were saying, whoa, uh, she just got mollywopped. Well, in other words, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but we had um, HZ try to take over uh, government from Wyatt and the HYD group, Hyde, so to speak. And um, they probably, HZ probably had um, pulled, I would say, six to eight rallies. I'm not quite certain the number. I would say at least six. And they had their farm alliance with them as well, their smaller alliance. So they were pulling in double rallies. And they were losing. Now... I do have to mention that Hyde 
was the viceroy king, and he had those boosts. Plus, he had the government boosts, plus whatever boosts he had. Plus, he had some other players from other alliances join in. So he had, did his, uh, he did his thing, man. He um, swayed some people to join him. That's politics. He accomplished that goal. He won Viceroy. He got those boosts. I'm guessing that was a goal. And then he beat Dutches in a battle against government. So it's just uh, it's just shocking for me to see the disgruntlement of uh, a few players out there in 65 saying that she's going to change the whole dynamic of the state when she literally lost government. She could not take over government. And running two different rallies um, from two different sets of teams, uh, rally after rally, she just couldn't get it done. So it's just kind of like, uh, you know, it's so confusing to me. I'm, I don't know what's in people's minds with all this drama. But um, trust me, I think it's going to be exciting in the next month or so. I think that there's other players out there that's, that, that knows the game enough to know that this, this move wasn't as big of a deal as, as um, others make it out to be. Uh, she is called the state killer. <laughs> I think that's funny. Um, I don't think she is. I don't think she's going to kill State 65 because State 65 isn't going anywhere. With the players that we have, as far as in the talent um, and the knowledge that these players have, I just don't see them going anywhere because uh, the state's going to dominate the West King battle. Now, now I've, I've gotten a lot of disagreements that we're not even going to place in the top three. I highly disagree. So I can't wait for that to happen. That way I can prove you all wrong, because I'm always right. So um, I am going to get into a little bit of video game news now. And I've been uh, really kind of um, excited to tell you about Major League Baseball, the show 21. Now, I am absolutely fucking horrible at this game. Absolutely horrible. It's been a few years since I played it because um, uh, I ended up concentrating more on Xbox than PlayStation. So I think the last, I did play uh, Major League Baseball The Show 20 a little bit, but Major League Baseball The Show 19 was the last time I went through a whole season of gameplay with it. So it's been about a year. And I've been picking up the game this week, and I have saw a lot of changes to the game that was not on 19, and I absolutely love the changes. You have three main modes in Major League Baseball The Show 21. You have a uh, dynasty mode, you have a career mode, which is called The Show, and then you also have like a manager type mode where you can control a team and try to get the team to the World Series. 
With the Dynasty mode specifically, that is online gameplay. That is kind of like you, um, you go through, you try to build a collection of good players for your team. And it is, of course, transactional players. Uh, you can either purchase it with money or you can meet goals to buy packs and build up a team that way. I kind of do a little bit of both. Um, it depends on if there's a sale or not, uh, whether I buy a pack. But I have played probably around 20 hours so far. And I've only won two games, two games out of 14 or 15, but I've had so, so much fun. The things that, uh, that the changes that I've seen so far are the pitching and the batting mechanisms. So first up, I want to kind of explain the pitching. There is a new, um, Addition, it's called Pinpoint Pitching. It's a new mechanic for the show, and the pitching mechanics have not been reworked in a long time with this game. Um, so this is a unique, and it's also optional. It's an optional feature. And for me, it just makes pitching feel very, very different than before, but in a positive way. Pinpoint Pitching uses a system similar to the old, if you guys remember the uh, Major League Baseball 2K games, where each pitch had a unique analog input needed in order to throw effectively. Uh, precise analog movement and timing is required, or basically the ball is going to be, um, you're going to have a wild pitch. So this mechanic is challenging to master, but man, when you do it right, it is very rewarding when it's done successfully. So uh, this is just a nice change of pace for the pitching mechanic in the Major League Baseball The Show. And literally, the only way that I can describe it in this podcast is just if you remember playing the old MLB 2K games, the pitching mechanic is very very similar to that there's there's a little bit of differences but um, all in all um, that's kind of the feel that I get from that um, uh, the, the new pitching so um, there's also some new additions to the batting as well the the batting has um, when you first put in the game when you first uh, start it it, it allows you to kind of mold the, the style of batting that you are comfortable with. And it gives you three different settings to choose from. And you practice on each setting and what it, whatever uh, setting that you like the most, that's the way that you can play throughout the whole entire game on any mode that you do play. And I love that feature in Major League Baseball The Show. Now, we're going to go into uh, the Diamond Dynasty mode a little bit, and I want to kind of give you some hints and advice on that. So the Diamond Dynasty mode is basically a, it allows players to build a team of superstars from throughout baseball's long 
in storied history. You can have players uh, from Albert Pujols to Hank Aaron to Babe Ruth, and you battle it out with other players that um, creates their own team for big rewards in the game. And Major League Baseball 21, it takes cues from what they got right in previous years, but there are plenty of upgrades and improvements this year to the Diamond Dynasty. One of the th really cool parts about the Diamond Dynasty is that it has a little area called Diamond Dynasty Conquests. The goal here is rather simple. It's to take over all territories on the map, kind of like a Risk game, if you ever played Risk. Um, so these territories are denoted, uh, denoted by hexagonal figures on the screen. And empty figures means that the territory is free and can be taken over, while colored one denote that a team already has control of that particular area. And fans are the lifeblood of conquest. Fans denoted with an M simply means that you have manpower. The more fans that you have, the more territories you can take over, and the more you'll be able to fend off opposing teams. In each map, there are a number of Major League Baseball teams. These team strongholds are denoted with a team logo. In Diamond Dynasty Conquest, there are a number of phases that you'll need to get familiar with. Uh, these, these base, the phases are this. There's an attack phase. Um, this phase is which you can take over vacant territories and other team territories. In order to attack vacant territories, you'll need to have more than one fan in a particular territory. If you do, you can take an adjacent one over, uh, one connected to the next. Now, to take over an opposing team's territory, uh, you hover over it, and you can either simulate or play a game. You have to win the game, and then you can take over that territory. Keep in mind that you'll want a fan advantage, or otherwise you'll have to face the other team on a higher difficulty. You can also steal fans. This is the phase where you can play an opposing team and take some of, uh, some of their fans to bolster your own territory. The amount of fans you can steal will depend on how many fans that the team has left. Uh, plus, the difficulty, the difficulty you play on uh, provides you a little bit more of a bonus as well. Now, there's also a reinforce part where this is where you can reinforce your own territories with more fans. Ideally, you want to bolster territories that border other teams' regions. This will ensure that you can successfully fend off an attack from another stronghold. And then there's the move phase. This is the phase in which you can move fans from one territory you can control to another. Now, each conquest will also have a number of goals. The goals are pretty straightforward, and you should be able to complete all of them by filling out the map. Also, keep in mind that each goal typically grants a reward. 
So in order to completely wipe off an opposing team, you'll want to take over all of the territories plus the squad's stronghold. Take all of the strongholds and you'll win the map and the conquest. And I just find that that's a very, very refreshing little side game that you guys can play on Diamond Dynasty. Now for my favorite part about this video game. I want you guys to listen up. If you haven't played, get it. Uh, this is a no money wasted. If you like baseball at all, buy this game. Hands down. This is the fun part of the game. This is called Major League Baseball Battle, uh, the show Battle Royale. It's a fun way to play quick games against other competitors online. And here's the gist of it. This is the way it works. You'll get a draft. It's a 25-man squad from a player pool consisting of various level of players. Uh, some will be great. Others may not uh, quite be so great. However, it ensures a level playing field when you go into battle. So it's not lopsided. You do not have to worry about having a competitor that has a better team than you. It's completely even. It just depends on the cards that you pick. Like for me, okay? I suck at this game. So I have figured out my battle royale style is I want players with speed. That way, if I go against a player that can pitch and uh, knows how to uh, strike me out on every fucking uh, bat, at bat that I'm at, then I want to bunt and trick them up, trip them up, and I'll have a lot of speed in my bunt. When I bunt the ball, I can run to first base and get on base quickly. And then I can also steal bases because not a lot of uh, players uh, steal bases. And I'm very good at that. So that's my style of gameplay right now. Of course, I will change it up when I get better. And I will uh, either be a pitching team or I can be a really good hitting team. Either way, you can basically draft players that fit your mold. You, you will have the same... Uh, strength of players as your competitor and then when you play the game it's only four innings that you play this game so you really have to dominate quick and when you win you can uh, I think it's you know um, winning when three games you get a card pack all the way up to 12 games if you become undefeated you get a diamond pack out of that which is uh, really, really a great reward um, considering the fact that some games out there only want to give you shit. Uh, hint, the West game. But with the Battle Royale, uh, it costs 1,500 uh, ticket stubs to play. So you do have to either purchase p ticket stubs or go through your single-player mode game and try to... Um, uh, try to meet all those goals in order to get ticket stubs to play the other modes, which I find is very, very easy to do. So if anyone is, really likes Battle Royale, then all you have to do is meet some goals 
and play some little side missions and you'll be able to get the ticket stubs to play Battle Royale. Um, but if you lose twice in that Battle Royale with that team, if you lose twice, you are your season is finished. You are done uh, and you end up getting one pack no matter what. They'll end up giving you a pack of cards. Uh, usually it's uh, either bronze or worse um, when you do go through that uh, pack. But it's still a fun little uh, game. It's like a, uh, the best part of um, Major League Baseball, the show for me. And uh, so I'm going to be having um, a gamer on uh, this weekend. We are going to talk more in depth on uh, the road to the show uh, for the Major League Baseball uh, game that's come out. And we'll get more in depth and give you guys some hints and tricks uh, for your game. That's all we have for Game Tech Politics. I really appreciate all the support out there. If you do like this podcast, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Game Tech Politics Hit that support button. You can donate 99 cents all the way up to $4.99 or any amount that you want to give. I really appreciate all the support out there uh, that you've given me, guys. It's it's such a blessing. And also, for you West Game players out there and for you new West Game players out there, please go to westgamestrategies.com. If you're looking for more information about the West Game, you can find it here. You can join the Sharpshooters Club for only $4.99 a month. This is exclusive content that's only available on westgamestrategies.com. SVS scores are released following every single SVS without fail, and it includes winning records and top scores across all states. There is also a section where Player interviews are conducted, and this features some of the best players in the West game, and it gives you, it provides you insight on how these players play. And if you're curious about how troop battles and setting up trap accounts, the Sharpshooters Club also gives you access to this content. West Game Strategies will have also, this is pretty cool, uh, this is new, they are giving uh, gift card giveaways for each Sharp Shooter Club member. It's a contest. So um, if you guys are interested, go to westgamestrategies.com. Check all, the out, check all the content out. Sign up for the Sharp Shooters Club. You will become a better player by doing that. Thanks for listening, guys. I have, listen, I want you guys to stay tuned. Press this uh, subscribe button because this week is going to get phenomenal with this podcast. Just trust me. All right. You guys have a good week. Thanks for listening.